Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm Allison and I'm your host. We are talking about human trafficking and we're going to dive right in. So go ahead and screw in those earbuds, slap on the headphones, and turn up the volume because we are continuing to from today's episode when I shared about the must, the guide, the five things that you must know about human trafficking. Basically, five things that are for sure the top things to help you gain more information about human trafficking and as well as kind of spot it and help, help stop this. And that information came from an excellent, excellent resource called Ending Human trafficking.org. They are amazing. So there is a website and then there's a podcast just called Ending Human Trafficking. And I shared that today. And it's a great resource. Go on there because there are a multitude of facets to human trafficking. So yesterday or today we did number one. We talked about number one, the difference between trafficking and smuggling and what trafficking is. And I shared some stories and I talked about labor trafficking. Number two is how to spot it and how to report it. Now, I already shared some of the physical attributes that a trafficked victim may have and look like. But again, you know what? These traffickers, they are becoming extremely savvy in the way that they acquire and obtain their victims. So, um, Manipulation and control is a number one, what they do. So I'm going to share more about how you can spot it, and then I'm going to follow up and end with how you report it. And I'm keeping this short. So spotting the human trafficking, besides the physical part, um, I want to go back to how these people the traffickers, the evilness, actually acquire their victims. They, they, they hunt their victims down at first. And what they do is they um, connect with them via social media, media, videos, gaming consoles, and chat rooms. Okay, So that's how they start going about how they're going to acquire their victims. Now, this is a whole process called grooming. And they scout... They hunt their victims down, and when they're scouting their victims, you guys, they actually look for emotional neediness, um, low self-confidence, economic stress. Basically, the vulnerable are more likely to be trafficked, but I never, ever want you to think that they don't traffic a lot of different types of people. Some people kind of pigeonhole it and say, oh, this type of person will be trafficked. Um, I'm okay. That's not true. It is not true. The trafficking does not discriminate. So after they hunt, they scout, then they start doing this manipulation through their grooming. So what they do is they gain trust from the victim. And they have casual conversations, like when you meet someone, you start talking, and you gain that trust. And the traffickers will actually send, this is, a, this is a kicker, my little buttons, they'll send some of their current victims to connect and interact with a potential victim. So then they have more trust and more of that safe space 
that is created. And those girls who are currently victims create that space, that safe space. And then they become the scouts now. Then they create this dependency. Um, they fill a need. The traffickers fill this need. So they utilize the information that they've gathered to fill a hole or a void in the victim's life. So if they ran away, so they're gonna they're gonna start um, telling them that you know what, honey, I'm gonna be here for you. I'll take care of you. I know why you ran away, um, but you can trust me. So they start creating that dependent re relationship, and then they trap. They trap the victim. So they've gained the trust and they've filled that need in that void. And then what happens is the traffickers create this wedge between the victim and the other ones that are closest to them. So if Frida ran away and the traffickers trying to create this relationship with Frida and all of a sudden um, the trafficker finds out hey, you know what, that Frida hates her mom and dad and doesn't like her brother. So the trafficker will wedge right in there and say, oh, I understand. Yeah, your mom and dad, they aren't good. You know, they're trying to rule your, trying to control your life. They shouldn't do that. And your brother, he's so mean to you. But don't worry, don't worry. I'll take care of you. So they've trapped the victim and they wedge between the family and the friends. So that is that creation, that manipulation. And then they have them kind of hook, line, and sinker. And Frida's feeling good about everything. And she's like, oh, this guy's going to take care of me. It's going to be awesome. And then, bam, it happens. They To maintain control, they will be abusive. The trafficker will be abusive. They will um, actually start saying that you need to pay back on all the things that you've borrowed from me. Let me read it right from here. It says, the traffickers claim a service they offered must be repaid. Okay, so they have, we're going to use Frida again. So Frida was provided drugs, alcohol, car rides, cell phone, uh, clothes, makeup, etc. So the trafficker demands payment. And the way that he demands payment is through sex. Through sex. Then they're going to threaten them. So Frida gets threatened. I'm going to kill your mom and dad if you don't do this. I'm going to kill your brother or um, they instill fear in them and they have this violence, violent side and the blackmailing. So then the trafficker has maintained and has full control of that victim. Okay, now, those are hard signs to see, but if you're paying attention and someone close to you, you will see them and you'll notice them. So here's what you're gonna do. And that's just, again, let's reflect back on that story I, t I said, you know, kind of shared about Frida and everything. Um, that is just one instance of how a trafficker gains control. And there's so many out there. And again, I'm going to point you in the direction and strongly encourage that you go to 
ending human trafficking, that podcast, or endinghumantrafficking.org, because again, there's just so many, so many layers of trafficking, and I really, really want you to learn. You study it, and you can share it. Let's go back to Frida. So, you see this happening, or, or Frida gets access to a phone. You are going to call um, the human trafficking hotline, or since Frida's in trouble, she'll call 911. But if you're suspecting that there's something going on, there's two numbers, and I'll leave them in the description of the episode. Um, the Human Trafficking Hotline, which is 1-888-3737-888. That is one line, and you can call them just ask them questions, too. That's a good resource to just say, hey, what's going on? But usually it's like um, victims or survivors, they'll end up calling and getting help. The other one is the Cyber Tip Hotline. Now that one is 1-800-THE-LOST. 1-800-THE-LOST. And that's actually a na the nation's centralized reporting system. So they collect a plethora of data from that. And what happens when you call from a particular area and multiple people are calling from that area, then they're going to start hitting the ground. They're going to have boots on the ground and they're going to go and they're finding, they're going to find that trafficker. So again, the, the um, human trafficking hotline, 1-888-3737-888, and then cyber tip line, 1-800-THE-LOST. So you spot it, you report it. Don't ever, ever, ever put yourself in harm's way. You, uh, you can step back, maybe take a picture of things that are going on, but don't ever, ever get yourself in trouble um, helping someone. You want to make sure, yes, you help, but you want to make sure that you stay safe as well. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, hopping on today. I hope you are taking care of yourselves, and I want you to keep on learning. Keep on learning. You keep on living because learning is the essence of life. All right, we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.